Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right now, we kind of want to take a look back at the year that was in space and take a look ahead in 2023. And we're pleased to be joined by uh, Stephen Clark from Space Flight now.com and he joins us on the john schuster coldwell banker hotline Stephen, good to visit with you and happy new year thanks happy new year steve yeah um spacex uh busy week leading up to the new year uh, they had a launch in florida and they had a launch out in california as well exactly yeah those are the two last uh, launches of the year for spacex uh one from florida carrying another a set of Starlink Internet satellites into orbit, and uh, one from California with an Israeli um, Earth observation satellite. And that ends 2022 with uh, 61 launches by SpaceX in the calendar year 2022, which is a record for any, not just any commercial company, but for any single type of rocket in history. It breaks a record that uh, was set back in 1980 by the old Soviet Union Soyuz rocket family, and uh, next year, we can talk about that looking ahead, uh, more launches for SpaceX up to 100 forecast for uh, 2023. Yeah, most of these are paying customers uh, or and a good chunk uh, for uh, the, the Starlink constellation, low-level satellites that will provide broadband uh, around the world. There was a Falcon Heavy launch as well in 2022, and that made headlines because they hadn't launched in a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they launched their first Falcon Heavy uh, since 2019, back on November the 1st uh, for the U.S. Space Force. And uh, we're not going to have to wait long for uh, another Falcon Heavy launch that's going to be coming up actually just around the corner on January the 10th. Another Falcon Heavy is set to fly, and of course, the Falcon Heavy is the most, uh, well, it is one of the most powerful rockets in the world. It was the most powerful until uh, NASA's uh, space launch system flew back in November. But Falcon Heavy is always impressive to see because they return those two boosters, those two side boosters, back to Cape Canaveral for uh, landing and reuse, and always is a sight to behold. And like I said, it was a long gap in Falcon Heavy launches because they had some delays with some of the payloads that were going to be on board, some of the satellites that were supposed to fly on this rocket. And uh, But we're not going to have to wait long for the next one, just uh, 10 days or so from now. Stephen Clark joining us, spaceflightnow.com on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And the, the miracle of reusability, uh, a decade ago, um, the, this was considered by many impossible. 
And what we saw in 2022 is that they, they continue to push the limits of reusability at SpaceX. And this is still unique. You, you brought up Artemis 1 that flew and the successful mission around the moon and uh, the Orion capsule came in blazing fast, splashed down in the ocean. But, but with the exception of the Orion capsule, everything else was disposable. SpaceX is reusing a lot of this stuff over and over again. And that, that still is, at the end of 2022, a game changer, Stephen. Yeah, and, and, you know, a lot of the focus on reusing rockets has been correctly on reducing the cost of access to space because these launches, a, a marginal cost for a SpaceX launch now is less than $30 million per launch. That includes the pieces of the rocket that are built new for every mission as well as the refurbishment costs. You can double or triple that at least uh, for any other comparable rocket in the world, uh, including Chinese rockets. So it's a, a drastic reduction in cost. But also, and I think it's sometimes overlooked, is the fact that if you're reusing these rockets, you don't have to build a new rocket every time. You're not just saving the cost, but you're saving manpower and time. So that allows you to achieve such a rapid launch cadence if you're just reusing and refurbishing rockets instead of waiting for a new delivery from a factory. And you also reduce any risk or any concern about supply chain delays that we've heard about across different types, all different types of industries in the past year, including the space industry. Those concerns kind of go away a little bit when you're reusing the rocket as well. Yeah, it, it is an extraordinary achievement. On the topic of SpaceX, before we segue into other, but uh, SpaceX, clearly the industry leader, is uh, we, we still haven't seen that much-awaited orbital launch of that Starship system uh, being tested, being constructed down in Texas. They have a large base at Boca Chica, and... Uh, 2023 at some point it'll happen we thought it might be 2022 um steven give us an update maybe on starship and where that program stands they've uh, spacex with the starship program has taken kind of a uh not a step back but they've slowed down a bit taking a more methodical approach in the last few months uh, we've seen them uh, after a series of test flights where we saw them launch the Starship up into the upper atmosphere and test the landing technique and and finally nailed that uh, back in 2021. The focus now has been on launching the fully stacked Starship into orbit, into space, which is a 400-foot-tall rocket, no small feat. And uh, the, the process they're going through right now is kind of a step-by-step approach of testing uh, engines on the booster stage of this rocket, so they've tested, I think, uh, more than a dozen at one time. They've done some uh, tests of a subset of the engines. But uh, there'll be more than 30 engines firing on that rocket when it finally launches in, in its full configuration. And they're slowly, gradually stepping up to a full uh, complement of those 30-plus engines to gain confidence in the system before they launch it. Because uh, I think Elon Musk has said a few months ago that if if they take the same risk um, – risk approach they've taken before with this program and it blows up on the launch pad and destroys the launch pad, it would set them back like six months to a year to rebuild that launch pad Mm. uh, because it is a a massive facility that they've constructed down there. So I think what we're seeing is them taking a more uh, risk-averse approach uh, to make make sure they don't destroy the infrastructure they've built when they actually finally test fly this thing. 
And I understand infrastructure is being built uh, where, where you're based at Kennedy Space Center down in Florida, that they will have capability going forward of, of launching Starship from there as well. Exactly. I think the, their focus right now is in Texas to, to kind of complete the research and development phase of the Starship. And once they test the system and launch it from Texas on uh, test flights, uh, the plan is to move uh, a lot of their operational launches, including the missions to the moon that they have under contract with NASA to, to land astronauts on the moon. Those will likely be launched from Kennedy Space Center. Stephen Clark joining us, spaceflightnow.com. Once again, based at Kennedy Space Center down in Florida. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, get an update on Artemis 1. It was a successful mission, but billions and billions of dollars over budget, and it won't fly again anytime soon. We'll talk about that and take a look ahead at 2023 and what are expected to be some big milestones when it comes to space and space exploration in the year 23. We'll get into that momentarily here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Steve Thompson in, and pleased to be joined by Stephen Clark, SpaceFlightNow.com on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Well, Artemis 1 finally got off the ground. You mentioned the big SLS rocket launched successfully from Kennedy Space Center, uh, sent the Orion capsule around the moon, came back to Earth, uh, landed successfully, all good, but don't expect another flight anytime soon. Right. This was a critical, uncrewed test flight. Nobody was on board this uh, Space Launch System rocket or the Orion capsule, uh, but it tested a lot of the key systems uh, that will be required to carry astronauts in the future. Uh, but you're right, it'll be a couple of years before uh, we see another Artemis mission, Artemis II, launch uh, sometime perhaps in the second half of 2024 is what NASA is targeting right now. Uh, that will be carrying a crew of four astronauts, uh, actually three uh, U.S. astronauts and one Canadian astronaut through an international agreement around the far side of the moon. And uh, got a couple of years to wait for that. Uh, the main issues are uh, they're actually going to be refurbishing and recertifying some of the computers that were on board the Orion capsule, and that will take some time, according to NASA. And then they also have to upgrade the, the launch platform uh, that the rocket uh, took off from uh, at Kennedy Space Center. They have to upgrade it with some uh, safety systems for the astronauts uh, that weren't uh, quite ready for this last launch. So that's going to take a couple of years to get all that ready. Those are the two main uh, uh, sticking points, long poles, so to speak, in the schedule for Artemis Two. Yeah, so we'll we'll wait and see on that because uh, in this program there have been huge cost overruns and long delays. So so we'll see for sure. One other thing, and I, and I want to get to this before we take a look ahead to the year twenty twenty three, and this could be a big story in twenty twenty three, is the fact that. Uh, the, the Soyuz spacecraft at the International Space Station sprung a coolant leak, and now there's some concern. Could it be used as a lifeboat to get the astronauts that are on the station back home safely? And that's still being assessed right now on what they might do. I, I have heard, and maybe you can speak to this, would an option be uh, launching a SpaceX Dragon capsule to go up and, and bring astronauts home if need be? 
I think NASA and uh, the Russian Space Agency are evaluating all their options right now. And, um, yeah, this Soyuz spacecraft docked to the space station uh, is actually the ride home for two of the Russians and one of the Americans on board the space station. So without – while the engineers of the Russian teams investigate the the health of that spacecraft – you know, I would be a little reticent if I was one of those crew members if uh, something happened on the space station and that was my lifeboat home. Uh, but the Russian engineers are evaluating whether that spacecraft is still usable, essentially, if it can still be relied upon to bring those those crew members back to Earth. They're supposed to come back on that spacecraft in March. Uh, so the options, if it's not deemed healthy, or the Russians could launch a, another Soyuz potentially in the uh, early spring time frame without anybody on board to go up and uh, they can essentially jettison the one that's damaged that's docked to the space station and release it to right. burn up in the atmosphere and launch another Soyuz. And NASA just uh, yesterday uh, has said that they've actually reached out to SpaceX, you mentioned that, uh, to see if they have a capability to launch one of their Crew Dragon spacecraft. Uh, from uh, from Florida up to the space station to pot- potentially bring those three crew members back to Earth in the spring as well. So they have they have lots of options. Uh, uh, Russia, Russia, a Russian option, a U.S. option to bring those crew members home. But in the meantime, until that ride gets there, they may not have a ride back to Earth uh, if something went wrong, uh, which is not a good position to be in. No, cer- certainly not with, with space junk and other potential hazards. Uh, it's got to be of great concern. So that is worth watching. That is a story that will certainly develop early in 2023. Another one is Boeing. We haven't talked a lot about Starliner and their capsule. The, the competitor, uh, they uh, were really part of the same program that saw the, the Crew Dragon capsule uh, be built and ultimately deliver uh, astronauts and, and return astronauts safely from the International Space Station. Where does Boeing stand? I would assume 2023 is a big year for Boeing and Starliner. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's hope they, they are ready to fly astronauts in 2023. Right now, the current target schedule for that uh, crew flight, the first astronaut flight on the Starliner capsule is in April. And uh, right now, I'm not hearing anything that would uh, put that under concern or any threat. Uh, right now, they seem to be on track for that. But this program has suffered many delays, as you mentioned, so it wouldn't be shocking if, if there was another one. But that would put them about three years behind SpaceX. Wow. SpaceX and Boeing got the contract for uh, from NASA, multi-billion dollar contracts to each back in 2014 at the same time, and they both expected to launch astronauts uh, around the 2018-2019 timeframe at that point. SpaceX did it in 2020, and we're still waiting on Boeing as we start 2023 uh, to give uh, another uh, another avenue, another uh, transportation provider for crew to the space station. All right, uh, Stephen, uh, what are you looking forward to in 23 when it comes to space? We talked a lot about SpaceX, and you're going to be seeing a lot of launches in your backyard at Kennedy Space Center in 2023. But but what stands out for you is, is potential big stories in the coming year. Yeah, indeed. There's a, First of all, there's going to be a whole new slew of new rockets that are going to be launching this year if, if schedules hold. One of them we've already talked about is the huge starship, the biggest of them all, 400 feet tall, capable of uh, putting 100 tons of cargo into orbit. 
uh, that will be a sight to behold, and uh, that will be a major milestone if, they were, if SpaceX is able to launch that successfully and get that into orbit. Uh, there are other rockets on the horizon that have been in development for a few years now, or near a decade in some cases. Uh, United Launch Alliance, which is a competitor to SpaceX in the uh, launch business here in the United States, is uh, set to launch their first new Vulcan rocket, which comes with engines that have been built by uh, Jeff Bezos's space company, Blue Origin. And that is part of uh, the effort to end uh, all U.S. reliance on Russian rocket engines. Right now, ULA's um, main rocket, the Atlas V, is powered by Russian engines, and it still is. And uh, the new Vulcan rocket, the United Launch Alliance, is uh, developing developing, and hopes to launch sometime in the first quarter, potentially, in the next couple of months of this year, will be have all U.S. engines. So that will be a big one as well. Uh, there's also big new rockets, uh, medium to, to heavy lift class rockets that Japan and Europe are planning to debut this year, the um, H-3 uh, rocket and the Ariane 6 rocket. And all of these rockets are designed, uh, the Vulcan and the European and the Japanese rockets are designed to kind of uh, respond to the market pressure and the lower, lower price pressure that SpaceX has put on them with the Falcon 9 rocket through reusability. Uh, however, as we mentioned, SpaceX has an even bigger or more reusable rocket on the horizon, the Starship. So it'll be interesting to see how those rockets remain competitive in the years ahead as well. And another one, another story I'm looking forward to this year, uh, we talked about Artemis II in 2024. However, uh, NASA expects to, uh, this spring, announce the astronauts, the crew members who will fly on the Artemis II mission around the moon. And uh, to put faces uh, on that crew and put faces, uh, astronauts' identities and life stories, and to learn about the people who are going to be flying to the moon on Artemis II will be kind of interesting to see as well. All right. Well, we look forward to your coverage at spaceflightnow.com. Happy New Year to you, Stephen. Always good to visit. Happy New Year. Talk to you next time. All right. There he is, Stephen Clark, Space Flight Now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.